0: Does this music ring a bell? Hello, I'm Kate McKinney with a special edition of To The Point. Mark Morris's Sandpaper Ballet is included in the second program of San Francisco Ballet's 2021 digital season. Earlier this spring, I sat down with San Francisco Ballet Orchestra's longtime principal percussionist David Rosenthal to discuss the music of Sandpaper Ballet, specifically The Typewriter by Leroy Anderson. Let's revisit that conversation from a few months ago and join us this spring to see Mark Morse's sandpaper ballet on the digital stage.
1: Uh, it nice to have you here in the, the depths of the Opera House in our percussion room, which is situated right next to the pit for practical reasons, too, so we can move our equipment in and out of there with ease. And uh, I just showed you our layout, our workspace in there, and this is uh, our office, and it also doubles as a changing room. So it's a mess. As I told you earlier, all percussion rooms are a mess, and that's generally true
0: in the pit we saw the layout for Cinderella which is up now correct how will your section of the pit change for these this upcoming ballet
1: it it changes a great deal much more than any other section of the pit depending on the requirements of uh, the score sometimes between programs we have major moves inside our area of the pit moving the instruments in and out of the pit and moving them around from one place to another in the pit uh, inside our area. So that's a logistical issue that um, other, other sections of the orchestra don't have.
0: So tell me what you know about the music of Sandpaper Ballet and especially the typewriter, the topic of today's conversation.
1: Uh, it, it's a, this Mark Morris Ballet is made up of a, a several pieces by a Leroy Anderson, who was a, a composer who, uh, I think I, he died in 1975, at uh, young, 67 years old. Which now I consider extremely young. At, at any rate, he uh, uh, wrote um, uh, lighthearted, generally uh, um, uh, popular kind of easy music. Uh, this is composed of a series of short pieces that he did. He wrote independently over a period of about fifteen years, I think. And um, and it's uh, they're they're together for the ballet.
0: And you have a peculiar and important role in this in the typewriter.
1: I play the typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell me, you know, broadly about your role in this one piece.
1: We are doing the typewriter um, song with three people. Three people. Three percussionists are required in any event for for this score for for other pieces. And so, uh, many hands make light work, and uh, we have one person playing the typewriter, that's me, another person playing the, uh, the concierge bell, and another person playing the carriage return. That's not really a carriage return, it's a thermos played uh, with a pencil uh, uh, stroked across it. It's just one of these ribbed uh, metal thermoses, old-time thermos, and uh, it makes that sound. So. The, basically the the modified disabled typewriter just plays the typewriter to sound and the return and the um, concierge bell or the, the bell are played uh, separately.
0: You played in this ballet's premiere in 1999 and I understand your typewriter has gone through a few iterations since then.
1: Ah yes, that's an interesting point. You know I was having trouble at first, so we take this at a pretty fast tempo, uh, and trouble finding a typewriter that wouldn't jam. So I went to using two typewriters so I wouldn't have that problem. But then, this time, the guys in the crew uh, trying to be volunteered to grant a wish I had, I was just to modify a single typewriter, so I wouldn't have to use two, in such a way that um, uh, it wouldn't jam and indeed we did that we in fact most of the keys here have been disabled on this typewriter you see before you and Only a few have been left uh, Operable so that those are the ones I used to play and there's no more risk of jamming Of course you can't type with this typewriter anymore, but that's okay
0: So what I'm seeing now is these this line green tape right those are the keys you. Do
1: those with. are the operable right.
0: They're not pitched differently though.
1: No, they're not. But what what does make a big difference in the sound is the uh, is the paper, double heavy paper. And you'll get a pretty thick sound.
0: You've also done some research online.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, there's there some, some great performances of it. And these are also people who have, you know, who, who, there are sort of soloists, uh, typewriter song soloists, who come on and play this with the orchestra. They're in the front as uh, presented as soloists. Of course, that's not the case here we're in the pit and we're playing a whole bunch of different songs. So learning this as a solo piece, as you can see it online, performed by, uh, there's one fellow in Vienna named Martin Breinschmidt. Who does a hysterical performance on YouTube. Very, very good too. Uh, and um, then there's also the Jerry Lewis does these pantomime performances of the typewriter song that are definitely worth seeing. They're absolutely hysterical. Now, Liberace does one too, but it's it's less good.
0: This is not the only percussion instrument you're playing in this ballet.
1: It, it certainly isn't. It's the least of my worries, to tell you the truth. There's there a, a lot of other things, including a very difficult uh, glockenspiel part a little xylophone part, there's a bass drum part, sleigh bells, temple blocks, uh, chimes, the large tubular bells, tam-tam, and there's also a drum set. So there's a lot going on in this ballet in the percussion section that uh, isn't the typewriter. So.
0: Yeah. Is this the most diverse selection of percussion instruments you play? Absolutely
1: not. No, no. It's, it's diverse. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but uh, we, we get ballets and scores all the time that call for uh, a big variety of instruments.
0: Not only not the most diverse, but not the oddest instrument.
1: No. Well, I mean, the typewriter, that's, that's pretty unique as a music, musical instrument. I don't know of any other uh, use of the typewriter as a musical instrument. But, you know, as, as a general rule, we wind up playing all sorts of things that aren't percussion instruments Anything there's something odd and weird like in uh, Little Mermaid there are uh, wine glasses you know we wind up playing those you know with your finger around the rim of the glass that's the percussionists do that at the beginning of Cinderella there are bird calls so we do the bird calls sometimes there's a there's a, a, an instrument called the champagne cork which does exactly what you know you think it does it, it makes the pop of a cork when you push a, a cylinder and um, car horns things of that nature it's all over the map.
0: And when did you start studying music?
1: Oh uh, uh, that was a very very long time ago Kate I, it's like as I mentioned I think dinosaurs roamed the earth at that time and I uh, would have been when I was uh, six years old, so I'll give it away, it 58, 1958. And of course I started with a little bit of piano and I played a little guitar, then I played a little drum set and then I finally came around to uh, wanting to be, uh, uh, you know, devote my life to orchestral music and uh, went to conservatory.
0: you've now been with the Ballet Orchestra for almost
1: 40 years. Well, as I mentioned, I, I played my first service for the San Francisco Ballet in 1977 and then I played. Uh, I uh, won the audition and became principal in 1982. It's uh, one great thing about it has been to watch both the company and the orchestra develop simultaneously into the, the world class entities they are now. Uh, and uh, it's, it's always a good company and a, a company with a lot of soul and heart and the orchestra too. But now it's really uh, it's gone to an international level. It's a uh, a very major uh, company, both a dance company and a truly fine orchestra that's a Grammy winning uh, uh, orchestra in fact that also uh, has a lot of recordings out and um, so I'm very proud to be a part of it and happy to still be doing it.
0: And that's one of the things that surprised me in Mark Morris's memoir, Out Loud. He wrote that he um, he always doubted the quality of ballet orchestras until he encountered San Francisco Ballet.
1: Apparently, we impressed him a great deal, and um, I'm very happy to hear that. So, yeah.
0: Do you have anything else to say about Leroy Anderson's music before we try this out?
1: Just to say that you know it is what it is. It's pleasant. um, It's funny. It's entertaining. It's lighthearted, and uh, you take it for what it is. It's also very well crafted and uh, intelligently constructed music so it's fun to listen to fun to play
0: okay so tell me what uh what are we looking at
1: here well we're looking at the the music as it were to the typewriter song and uh you uh have received a lesson on carriage return uh, which is going to be your part today kate and um Uh, we're going to try it together. I'm going to play the keys. We're going to leave out the bell for today because that's going to be done by another player when we perform it, except at the very end I'll play one of the bell notes I can get to. But um, we've picked a little portion of this piece to play and and we're going to try to do that right now. I'll count it off. One, two. Perfect. We're ready, ready for showtime. The pace is uh, is about the same, actually. So there's uh, there's a few places where it uh, it gets a little bit more intricate, but uh, that essentially is the typewriter song.
0: Well, thank you, David, for having me today.
1: Well, it's a great pleasure. Thanks, Kate. Look forward to listening to this uh, online. <laughs>
0: That's David Rosenthal and the San Francisco Ballet Orchestra under music director Martin West in The Typewriter by Leroy Anderson from Mark Morris's Sandpaper Ballet, part of San Francisco Ballet's 2021 digital season on stage February 11 to March 3.